Amen. Thank you for that. All right, back to Acts chapter number 2. Uh, Acts chapter number 2. And uh, we are continuing with our study uh, along our theme. Uh, and uh, what is biblical fellowship? And I'm really going to give you three points at the very end. Once I get close to noon, uh, I'll shut it down and give you those three points. Everything up to that point will be kind of introductory. Uh, because, excuse me, uh, one of the probably most misused, misunderstood um, words uh, in Christianity uh, is the word fellowship, all right? And uh, I've alluded to this, I'll, I'll just reference it this way, that fellowship isn't the same as friendship, uh, fellowship is not the same as relationship. Uh, I, you can be friends, I can have friendship with someone but not have fellowship, all right? Um, I, can have, I can have a relationship with somebody and not even have friendship. Uh, you know, you can, uh, there are people that, uh, that uh, I'm related to uh, in relationship that, uh, that, I, that aren't my friends. Uh, they don't uh, uh, communicate with me or I don't communicate with them for all the reasons that uh, families have those, mostly primarily. I mean, I don't, they don't not, uh, they're not my friend because they, you know, I'm a jerk or whatever. It's because I'm a Christian. <laughs> uh, and uh, they don't agree or they don't want that around uh, them. And so uh, I'm related, uh, but, uh, but we don't communicate. There's, there's no fellowship. There's no friendship at all. So there's distinctions between these words. Um, tomorrow um, morning, again, pray for uh, Amy to feel better because uh, I'm going to be going and she's going as well to uh, a fellowship meeting. Uh, it's the Global Independent Baptist Fellowship Meeting. They have two meetings every year. The last one I went to was probably in 2003. Uh, so it's been a, a long time. Uh, and uh, in part, I don't go to a ton of those things because, uh, um, you know, I'm busy pastoring uh, a local church. And I'd, uh, there are a lot of guys that go to all of them. I don't know how they do that. Uh, but, uh, but we'll be down there. And what the fellowship is... Uh, are, is a group of, uh, in fact, we have it in Washington, the Washington Independent Baptist Fellowship, and there are a lot of different ones. Um, if you're new to independent Baptist churches, uh, we're not part of a denomination. Uh, we're not part of an association. Uh, we're not part of a convention. Uh, we are independent, which means we're an autonomous local church. Uh, for example, if uh, the Lord uh, moved me away from here, it's no longer the pastor. Uh, there's no um, uh, headquarters that the church can call. Uh, to send a new pastor, uh, you would be, um, you would have to go through that whole process because it's an autonomous, independent church. So, no associational, associational groups, and the reason that is, and why that is biblical, is because the Lord is the head of the church, uh, and uh, you know, so nobody, um, you know, tells us, you know, what we're supposed to do, or um, there, there are no, um, uh, even with fellowships, missionary boards. Um, sometimes they usurp the authority of the local church. And in those moments, uh, um, you know, I I'll, might have a harsh thing to say to them if they do that. I remember years ago, um, there was a, a BBFI missionary that was coming off, uh, or he needed to come off the field. Uh, his pastor wanted him to come off the field. The mission board disagreed with the pastor and, and wanted him to stay. Um, we believe, uh, biblically, that the, the pastor had the authority in that situation. Uh, so fellowships, they're a loose kind of thing. Uh, we get together at these fellowship meetings uh, to hear preaching um, and, uh, and oftentimes to cooperate, to partner with one another. 
uh, in different endeavors, whether it's to support church planters or missionaries, or uh, sometimes it might be uh, a Bible college that uh, is the, uh, the focal point of that fellowship meeting. Uh, but the idea of fellowship is to partner. You're sharing something in common uh, with one another. Uh, it is communion. It is, it is more than just being a friend. All right. And uh, so there are pastors uh, that I'm, I have friendship with, but I don't have fellowship with. All right. Uh, I'm friendly with them uh, if they had a need or uh, if, um, you know, I'd have a cup of coffee with them, have a meal. Uh, we'd hang out, you know, uh, those types of things. I see them at a fellowship meeting. Uh, I'll shake hands and, you know, hug their neck or whatever. Uh, and uh, they're my friend. But we, do ne- we don't partner with them uh, in fellowship because there's disagreement, all right, uh, in areas uh, that are not um, you know, essential, non-essential. They're just biblical doctrinal things uh, that where we differ, and so we don't, uh, we don't do camp or we, don't, uh, we won't have a combined uh, you know, event. So, for example, I mentioned next year we're going to have another church join us for our Valentine's banquet or sweetheart banquet. Uh, and uh, the reason I would invite them is because we're in agreement. Uh, we can fellowship and have communion and partnership in an event, uh, whereas there's been times in the past where we, in fact, we used to do a, a, a men's a camp uh, with uh, some churches over on the west side, and at one point we had to stop doing that uh, because we could no longer fellowship because there was huge doctrinal differences. So in our passage, our text for uh, our theme for this year Uh, The people that were saved and added to the church at Jerusalem continued in apostolic doctrine, but they also continued in fellowship. And we'll cover um, fellowship today. So this morning uh, and then tonight. uh, And then as we get a little bit closer, obviously, to Resurrection Sunday uh, and our um, Lord's Supper time that we have each year, uh, we'll be talking about breaking uh, of bread in reference to communion. Uh, because that is one of the ordinances of the local church uh, and uh, very timely. So I'm going to work it out to where uh, I'm going to preach a little bit more uh, on communion this year than I normally do uh, and explain to everybody biblically our position uh, about that um, and who participates, why we do it uh, once a year uh, and all of that. And so if you want to know, you got to be present uh, here over the next couple, uh, couple of weeks. But fellowship encompasses everything else. We have a fellowship hall. Uh, we, have, uh, we have fellowships to where we, we uh, have meals together. Uh, we'll do that for I Love My Church Sunday uh, coming up here in March. So fellowship loosely covers all of that stuff, but it's more than just hanging out. Uh, it's more than just spending time uh, with one another. And so the word translated fellowship uh, in the New Testament uh, means partnership, sharing in common, uh, or communion. Uh, and it has, in its essence, a partnership that is uh, in agreement. We have a unity of purpose. I remember this saying that I heard a long time ago, probably when I was in Bible college. Uh, I have it written in the back of my Bible with some quotes. And it went this way. It says, unity at the expense of truth leads to apostasy. Unity, at the expense of truth, leads to apostasy. Unity in the Bible, God um, 
lays a great premium. He lays it out for us. Unity is important to God. This was a church uh, that was unified. They were in one accord. They had one mind. Uh, God wants us to have that. But uh, it seems in modern Christianity uh, that people, in order to have unity, you've got to check your doctrine at the door. Um, one of the reasons that I don't participate in ecumenical gatherings, uh, for example, uh, could be um, the old you know, uh, types of promise keepers meetings or uh, a ministerial association you know, in the state of Washington. They get together uh, and they would say, well, we're just getting together for prayer. And there's nothing wrong with prayer. Uh, we need to pray uh, and we need to pray more. Um, but the reason I don't participate, they say, well, you check, the only one who has to check their doctrine at the door is me and uh, in most of those types of things. And so I don't participate because I practice what is called ecclesiastical separation. All right. The Bible says in Amos 3, can two walk together lest they're agreed? The answer is no. And so those same pastors, I mean, I've got, I've got some, I have pastor friends uh, that I don't agree with. All right, they do things that I don't do at their church. Um, and I sit down um, and have coffee with them all the time. Um, but, but we do not work together in ministry. Amen. Because fellowship and friendship are two different things. Is that clear? I mean, I, I, I don't want to belabor that fact, but you can be a friend of somebody and not be in communion with them. All right. Uh, you are to be a Christian and have great speech and friendly and you should love people. Uh, I, I, have, I have friends uh, in the loosest term uh, of, with, uh, all across uh, the board. All right. Uh, and some of them are lost people, obviously, uh, so that I have relationship to, uh, but we don't have fellowship. Because there's a law of separation in the Bible uh, that we've got to be very mindful of. Uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter number 1, I've had you turn there. Uh, and uh, fellowship with God uh, is, uh, you know, at its most basic is agreement with God. So fellowship, we can't have fellowship in a local church without first having fellowship with God. And the New Testament assures believers of this fellowship, this partnership uh, with God. Uh, and we, I'll just give you a couple verses uh, about it. Uh, the Bible says in chapter 1 of 1 Corinthians verse 9, God is faithful by whom ye were called into the fellowship of His Son Jesus Christ our Lord. Now Jesus is my Savior and I'm thankful that He saved me. He's my Lord. Uh, he's the master of my life. Uh, but he is also a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Uh, he is a present help in time of need. Um, God, he's my father. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, my earthly father, who's, uh, uh, he died in uh, 1997. And, um, you know, my relationship with my earthly father was um, always in turmoil. Uh, he was an alcoholic and uh, and just uh, a lot of things. He died at 45, uh, and um, his dad uh, before that as well. And so I'm on borrowed time genetically, uh, and uh, being 50. Uh, but um, I love my dad, and, uh, and all of his faults and, and different things. And of course, obviously, didn't uh, raise me in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, uh, not being a saved man. And I don't think he ever got saved. And, uh, and so, um, uh, you know, when, when I preached his funeral, uh, I didn't preach him into heaven uh, because he was a lost man. Uh, but 
Um, uh, one of the blessings that I've had, uh, obviously, as a Christian uh, is a heavenly father uh, who um, is without fault, uh, who, who loves me and, and cares for me. And, uh, and he, in fact, I'm, I'm, we're to love God more than we love any other human being. Amen. All right. And, uh, but uh, when I got saved, he called me into the into fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ. Now, you can look up the word fellowship, friendship, uh, in the Word of God and find other things. There's the fellowship of the ministering of the saints. And uh, we, we talk about that with missions. And uh, there's a unity and there's a purpose that is there. Uh, we, um, like the fellowship meeting, like I mentioned, going to, there are, uh, there are times where we can, uh, we can be with one another. And we have communion uh, with each other uh, because of our relationship uh, with Jesus Christ uh, our Lord. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 13 and verse number 14, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. Uh, we are, uh, we believe in a triune God. We fellowship with God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. We're in communion with Him and that is what one of the benefits, one of the things that takes place uh, for the believer. Uh, they enter into a fellowship um, you know, Jesus isn't my homeboy. All right, he's my savior, uh, and uh, and I have communion and fellowship with him. That that if it's ever broken uh, or ever affected in a negative way, it is one hundred percent on me. Uh, my sin or my spirit, my attitude. I'm walking in the flesh, uh, being carnally minded, uh, which the Bible says is at enmity with God. Um, it's in those moments that my fellowship uh, is affected. My relationship is not. Uh, I'm still his son. I, there's nothing I can do to forfeit my relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm saved uh, and, uh, and I'm kept uh, by him. Uh, but uh, just like some earth, like your earth, like my kids will never stop being my kids. Uh, but there, there are times where I don't like them and they don't like me. Uh, I love them, you know, but um, our, our, our communion can be broken by, uh, by us, by our attitudes and spirit toward uh, one another. So through the grace of God and the love of God, we enter into fellowship with, with Jesus Christ, God the Father, obviously. Uh, they're all one, by the way, uh, and, uh, and the Holy Ghost. And in 1 John 1, verse number 3, uh, referenced this last week, said, That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. Now, with, um, there are all kinds of different people uh, in our lives um, that, uh, that have different beliefs. Uh, you know, that maybe they go to different kind of church. They don't go to church at all. Um, they, they have their mind about uh, uh, life and uh, philosophy and uh, politics, all of that stuff. We differ. Uh, and where there's differences, um, we, we don't have partnership or communion. Um, but again, uh, we can still have a friendship or relationship. So in these verses, in the last part of chapter number two in the book of Acts, um, Luke uh, is giving us an example of what a church that is in fellowship or in unity it should be. Uh, and uh, it is a blessed fellowship 
uh, of believers in Christ. And it is a fellowship that is created and maintained by God, uh, His Son, uh, and the Holy Spirit of God. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter number 2. I'm watching the time. I'm giving you just a bunch of things as we kind of work down what fellowship is, what fellowship isn't. I'll give you three points here at the end of the time. But the Bible says this in Ephesians chapter number two. By the way, we're going to be doing a series of messages through the book of Ephesians here pretty soon. And that will be on Wednesday night for our Bible study. I encourage you to be here at 7 p.m. for that on Wednesdays. But the Bible says in verse 19 of Ephesians chapter number two, Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Now, I'm not going to unwrap those verses this morning uh, because there's a whole lot uh, of things that are in there. But the bottom line is, is that we've been placed in fellowship through Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone. Uh, everything that, we, that we're unified in and around, uh, it comes through Him uh, in the Spirit of God. Uh, we, were, we were at enmity with God, but God loved us. Even though we're, we're sinners, Christ died for us. Uh, and we were the enemy of the cross. But in salvation, we, we are engrafted in, uh, we are made part of the family of God, the habitation of God, we're accepted in the beloved. Uh, God is doing a tremendous work in every individual who is born again, uh, and uh, in all of it we owe to uh, our relationship with our Heavenly Father. So, uh, having said all of that to say uh, that we can't have biblical fellowship um, without first knowing Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. All right? Uh, that, at, at the least bit, okay? But even beyond that, um, fellowship can be affected by not following the apostles' doctrine. All right? So if we have doctrinal differences, we may not be able to have fellowship. As I mentioned, Amos 3.3, can two walk uh, together unless they are agreed? Um, at, the, at the very heart of fellowship, there has to be like-mindedness, all right? And that like-mindedness uh, mindedness comes from God and His Word. Um, all the appeals in Scripture by Paul, Luke, uh, everyone, Peter, uh, to uh, unified is to be unified uh, in the Word, to continue, to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. The, the doctrine that was, you know, the faith once delivered to the saints, uh, there is a unity around truth. And, and everybody doesn't have their own truth. Right. All right? There is truth. All truth is, God, is God's truth. He is truth. Uh, but, but you don't have your truth or I have mine. And, and even with people who, they've heard me say that. Uh, or they, they know, they get irritated uh, at, you know, the, the crazy stuff that people propagate today. Uh, and say, that's just crazy. How do they even believe that? <laughs> um, and, and it blows my mind. You know, I really think maybe this rubbed me the wrong way. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Michael Savage or whatever said, liberalism is a mental disorder. Uh, and, uh, and I think that's true on all spectrums of liberalism, except being liberal in giving. Uh, God tells us to do that. Uh, but, um, but it just, I hear people say things and I wonder, 
you know, like when their brain broke. <laughs> uh, because you can't possibly think that and believe that. And, uh, but people do. And so, so in those moments, those differences uh, kind of um, uh, come to the surface. And, and it's very easy to know uh, in those moments uh, whether or not you should have fellowship with them. Uh, because it's very clear. But there are other times when it's not very clear. So we have to have uh, a like-mindedness. Two in fellowship must have like uh, wishes and desires. That's why Paul exhorts believers not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. 2 Corinthians chapter number 6 and verse number 14. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? Here's the answer. It doesn't. Righteousness and unrighteousness, have, they have no fellowship. Uh, what communion hath light with darkness? There is none. Light dispels darkness. And uh, so the Holy Spirit um, indwells the believer, and we have true fellowship one with another because of that. Uh, and uh, so through the Spirit of God, we can have true fellowship, and it's unlike any other relationship uh, that you can have with those who, who do not know Christ. Um, and by the way, like, you, can't, you can't explain it. Uh, in fact, you, you know, my, I'm a pastor of this church, I'm a shepherd of this church, but I love the people of this church. Uh, and, uh, and I have fellowship in a way with you that I don't have with any other, in any other church. I can go and they'll be friendly and, uh, and you know, uh, can preach there. Uh, and we have fellowship in Christ uh, and they're brothers and sisters in Christ and all that uh, is involved with that. But it's different. Uh, I'm going to be in a church tomorrow through Wednesday that is a different church. I'm going to feel um, accepted. Uh, and, uh, and, and I'm going to enjoy uh, the, the fellowship with them, uh, but it's different than the fellowship that I have here. And it's something that we cultivate through the Spirit of God and, uh, and that we have through Him. Fellowship with God is only possible uh, through the blood of, of Christ. Uh, and uh, before we're saved, as I mentioned a moment ago, we're at enmity with God, Colossians 1, verse 21 uh, but Jesus uh, reconciles us to God through his shed blood uh, on the cross. We're justified. That's Romans chapter number 5, verse number 10. Uh, when we repent of our sins and we trust Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, the result is we know that the Son of God has come and hath given us understanding that we may know him that is true and we are in him that is true, even his Son, Jesus Christ, that is the true God uh, and eternal life. So it all begins with him. One of the reasons why it's strange for people um, to go to a Bible preaching church uh, and, uh, and to hear the hymns or uh, to see the different things that go on or, or to hear somebody say brother or sister and, and it wigs them out uh, is because they're not, they're not perhaps part of the fellowship. Obviously, if they're not part of this church, um, they're not you know, a member here. Uh, but there are people uh, that, that go to churches and they don't know Jesus as their Savior. And why would they be comfortable? Why would they, why would they, you know, why would they think anything different? Uh, and, uh, but um, it has to begin uh, with uh, salvation. It's important to know that fellowship with God comes exclusively through Jesus Christ. He says in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, and uh, you can have, um, uh, you can believe in God, by the way, and not be saved. 
uh, you can know about God and not be saved. Uh, and, uh, but we're not all going to the same place and going, and going different ways. Uh, there's only one way to heaven, and that's through Jesus Christ. Amen. And that is, the, that is the foundational part uh, of our fellowship. Uh, and, and by the way, if there, obviously, uh, we deduce this, if there is a church that doesn't preach the gospel, uh, they preach uh, salvation by works. Uh, for example, we can take um, Catholicism. Catholic, they believe in a sacramental system. Uh, and, uh, and there's all kinds of doctrinal theological uh, issues uh, and differences. I mean, I think, well, I'll use Lutheranism. I've, growing up where I grew up, uh, there are a lot of Lutheran churches. And if I knock on the door and they say, well, uh, I'm a Baptist, they say, well, I'm a Lutheran. They're the same thing. Uh, I'm like, no, <laughs> uh, they're not. In fact, I'd knock on the Lutheran parsonage door uh, when, I go, when I went soul winning. And you say, well, they're pastor of a church. Well, if, you know, it doesn't mean that they're saved. Uh, there are a lot of religious uh, uh, groups and churches and people with different, uh, different beliefs, but it's only through Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm not going to heaven because I'm a Baptist, uh, and uh, I'm going to heaven because Jesus Christ saved me through His blood. We cannot have fellowship with God if we reject His Son. Uh, turn with me to 1 John chapter number 5. We're almost, i got five minutes, then I'm going to give you my three points. All right. Uh, 1 John 5, verses 10 through 11. The Bible says, He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record, that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. It's not in a church. It's not in a denomination. Uh, it's not, you know, in anything other than Jesus Christ. Uh, it's not in your sincerity. Uh, it's not in your own truth. Well, you believe that, and I believe this. Uh, we're, going, we're all going to the same place, maybe not the same way. No, that's false. It is only through Jesus Christ, His Son. So if you're here today and you're not saved, you're not a child of God, I hope by the time you leave today, uh, that you'll have accepted Jesus Christ's payment for your sin uh, and trust Him as your personal Lord and Savior. But the Bible also identifies some things that are at odds with true fellowship with God. Uh, the Bible says the carnal mind... Uh, that is not subject to the law of God, Romans 8, verse number 7. Um, the other day, we talked about James 4, uh, verse 4, uh, that friendship with the world uh, is enmity with God. You can't, if, if you, you can't be a friend of God and a friend of the world. And we, um, uh, we've defined that a little bit uh, in will in another, uh, another, uh, another time. The Bible says God is light. And light cannot have fellowship with darkness. The Bible says in 1 John 1, verses 6 and 7, If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sin. So those in fellowship with God are trusting in Christ. Their sins are forgiven. Uh, they're filled with the Spirit. Uh, they believe in all things God deserves to be glorified. Uh, they spend time uh, in the Bible, reading and praying. They pursue God, the spirit of wisdom and a revelation and the knowledge of, of Him. Uh, that's Ephesians chapter number 1, verse number 17. Uh, so God's Word, the Bible, uh, and being saved, that's all we need for fellowship with Him. Uh, and uh, we, um, we glorify uh, Him by submitting to His will uh, and obeying the commandments contained. The Bible says, Why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say? If you love me, uh, keep my commandments. So to say that we, we are in light and walk in darkness, uh, we lie. 
Uh, if you're born again by the blood of Christ, you, you love your Bible, you, you go to church, uh, you serve Him. Because you're a new creature in Christ, you've been indwelled with the Spirit of God. And we have unity uh, because of that. So back to Acts chapter number 2, uh, in verse number 42, the Bible says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. So if they got saved, baptized, added to, then they continued. Um, and again, I want to stress this. Um, I haven't said it for a while. Um, church is for saved people. Amen. All right. You say, well, I thought it was, you know, uh, we have all the cliches that we say, but the Bible talks about separating wheats and tares, sheep and goats. Um, church it primarily is for us as a local body to assemble. Uh, we worship God. Uh, we're we're builded up in our faith. We are equipped um, with scripture. We study it. Uh, so that we can be workmen that needeth not to be ashamed. Um, as a default, I want you to understand, uh, we have church and our goal is to reach people with the gospel and to see them saved. But when we assemble as the church, we just don't try to see how many people we can get from the, uh, you know, we don't want our church to ever be a place, please don't misunderstand me, uh, I want lost people to come to this church. Amen. Okay, uh, And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Uh, but I am, I've never been interested, nor will I ever be interested, uh, in, in having a, a church where from, from Sunday to Sunday night to Wednesday, every single church where it's, it's our, our services and our assembly is just filled with lost people. Okay? Because, because it, is, it, is, it affects everything. So there's some separation there. It's a little bit of difference, uh, and we want to reach the lost uh, but when we come to church, we come to church to worship God uh, and in His Word. And uh, when somebody comes and they're not, and they're not saved, uh, we make sure they get the gospel, we try to witness to them, uh, and then when they get saved, baptized, we teach them all things. But church primarily as a function, uh, what we read in Scripture uh, is, is for people to be uh, a body fitly joined together, to come together and, and equipped and minister all the things that we do, okay? So don't leave here saying, we don't want lost people to come, we want lost people to come. But, uh, but, this, but church is primarily for the believer uh, when they assemble as a body, all right? Somebody who's not saved, they're not part of the body, they're not part of, uh, of the church, you gotta be saved, baptized to be a part. Is everybody with me? All right, it's 12 o'clock, three points, all right? Christian fellowship, number one, is doctrinal fellowship. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Uh, all Christian fellowship, a biblical fellowship, is built upon the doctrines uh, of uh, the gospel uh, of Christ. Uh, as we've been talking, the apostles' doctrine, uh, also uh, Jesus uh, and, the, and the, the law and the prophets. All right, It's a fraternal fellowship. Um, believers are men and women united in Christ. Uh, here in this text, at that time, they had all things common, uh, and uh, we don't do that. Uh, and this is not a proof text for communism. All right. Uh, and, but, I mean, I will say this. Um, what the world does, social service-wise, uh, was a, a, obviously, initially, originally, meant for the church to do. Uh, the church is to help people uh, and, to, and, and to be benevolent, all that. Uh, and we, as a church, need to do more of that. Amen. Okay? Um, we can't be, we can't, you know, preach against uh, a, a, a welfare system that's broken 
and not be generous. Uh, especially to those of the household of faith. Uh, and uh, so I'm just going to throw that out there. They had all things common, and it didn't last very long. Uh, in fact, you get, read in there, uh, you know, um, they, people were flaunting their wealth. Uh, some people had, some people didn't. They'd get together uh, for breaking of bread. Uh, some had food, others. And, and, and where Paul's like, okay, you just eat at home. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and things got messed up straight out of the gate. And the reason being is that we're, we're human beings and we're, we're filled with sin and envy and strife and covetousness and, uh, and all of the, those negative uh, traits uh, that we have to um, beat down all the time. But their unity was a doctrinal, it, their fellowship was a doctrinal fellowship. It was a fraternal fellowship. Uh, uh, and uh, they were in one accord. The Bible says they were built up in love. They had singleness of heart. Uh, of course, they were seeking God's glory. And thirdly and lastly, uh, it was a spiritual fellowship of worship. When the local church is what it ought to be, uh, then people will uh, gladly receive uh, the word of God. Uh, they'll gladly obey the ordinances of the local church. Two of them, baptism and the Lord's Supper, uh, are the only two uh, we find in the Bible. And then we assemble together with one accord in the worship of God. That is why um, um, I stress, hey, if you've got a problem with somebody, go fix it. Um, if, if you've got a problem with me, let me know. Um, you know, I don't like this or this, whatever, and uh, you hurt my feelings. And, uh, because I don't want to go uh, one minute, one hour, um, you know, being uh, at aught with another brother or sister in Christ, especially the ones God's called me to pastor uh, and to shepherd. Um, uh, I, I, I'm an under-shepherd. Uh, he's the chief shepherd. Uh, but, but I love the sheep of this flock. And, uh, and, and, I, and I never purposefully, never purposefully uh, mean to ever harm anyone. Uh, but, but a shepherd has, uh, remember like, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. A shepherd has a, a staff to guide uh, and a rod, a cudgel. It was like a little club uh, that... Uh, and uh, every, when a sheep would need it, give them a little knock with that cudgel. But the, but, uh, the Bible says they both comfort. Um, my, the chief shepherd, as he shepherds me, as I, that's how I have to shepherd you. Um, sometimes it's, uh, I've, I have to break out the cudgel. Um, other times it isn't that case. But I, but I want you to understand and know uh, that, that f- there's a fellowship within a local church uh, that is different uh, than the... Fe- you, can, you can be, you can have a common purpose um, at Boeing. All right? You can have unity around uh, a mission statement at your place of employment. Um, but it is, it, it, w- however that is, it's nothing close uh, to what the unity and fellowship of a local church. That's why it's important. That's why in 2024, we're, we're trying to make church great again. That's why we're looking at these verses and these examples. Because I, I, want, I want for you, uh, as a member of Berean Baptist Church, to love this church as much as I love this church. Um, I, 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 I want you, and, and there's a lot of things that, you know, um, can happen or we can do or strive to do to make that so in our own personal lives. Uh, but um, this isn't just a place that, you know, we're going to go on Sundays because we, we don't have anything 
else better to do. It's not a club. Um, it is a fellowship, an assembly, that, that the Word of God and the Word of God, um, He loves and He gave Himself for it and we ought to love it. Uh, and, uh, and, there, and whenever unity within that fellowship is challenged, I'm not talking about minor disagreements, we all have those, and, um, but, but if the disagreement is a point to where um, you don't want to be around each other or whatever, um, that has to get fixed. Uh, and, uh, and I hope that, uh, that you see that. I hope that by the end of uh, this year, uh, in particular, uh, that, uh, that we, all, we all love it, uh, this church, as much as Jesus does, uh, and uh, and as, much as, uh, as much as the pastor does. And you say, well, how can that be so? Well, through prayer and, um, and being here and loving and serving one another. Uh, and, um, you know, it's, um, there's that principle in the Bible uh, that says, you know, you know, where your treasure is, your heart will be also, right? And, uh, and so when you invest in something, your heart follows that. And uh, in part, I'm not just talking about giving, giving money, uh, please don't misunderstand me, but when you invest yourself in to Berean Baptist Church, the, the church that God placed you in, all right? I don't believe for one second, so when you come, it's like, oh, Pastor Reno, like, you know, what does this church have that other church, I don't even play those games. If God wants you to be a member of Berean Baptist Church, he will, he will let you know. And he will, you'll be placed into this body fitly joined together. Um, but I'm not going to sell you on it. I'm not going to compare this church to another church. Um, and uh, so if you think for one second uh, that you're a member here because, you know, uh, of, of your decision-making acumen and you weighed all, all out and you, choose, you chose this place, um, you're not thinking about how the Holy Spirit's... In, in, involved in that process. Amen. And so if he's placed you here, um, it's a big deal. Church is a big deal. Uh, and, uh, and I hope that you see that in my spirit uh, as I communicate that going forward. Let's all stand, our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed this morning. And